Okay. My kids have been asking me when this episode comes out since I recorded it months ago. And that's because my kids are in middle school, which means that my guest today is someone they adore. Tyler Blevins, better known as Ninja, to his 24 million YouTube subscribers. Yeah, 24 million. I'm not making that up. He has 16 million followers on Twitch where he posts a range of Fortnite content. So right about now, maybe he's sounding more familiar if you have kids that love Fortnite as much as I do. I was actually really excited to talk to Tyler because my favorite conversations on this podcast are with people who are really into something I know absolutely nothing about. And I literally know nothing about the video games that Tyler loves most. But it was truly one of my favorite conversations I've had so far because he is so passionate about the subject. So this is my conversation with Ninja. And if that means nothing to you, just find your favorite 12-year-old boy and listen to this episode with him. Hi, I'm Rachel Hollis, and this is your fave space. I'm Rachel, by the way. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. The only other thing I've promised my 12-year-old Sawyer that I would yes. say hello to you. So Hi. he literally That's just so sent me a text. Please, mom, please, <laughs> please tell him I said hello. As if right. that will mean something to you. So it does. Tell Sawyer I said hello. And okay. I hope that he enjoys uh, the interview and the questions that will follow. Awesome. All right. So if you're cool, we can just start chatting. Absolutely ready to go. Okay, great. Let's start with what is your category? This is a big reveal, Tyler. Like, what's your thing that you are such a nerd about? Uh, video games. So okay. my wife and I decided right before this, we're going to do uh, my my top five favorite video games of all time. Okay, great. And is this spanning back decades or these, these are mostly things that are more recent? Uh, this is like forever of all time. Okay, okay. And my last question is, are these in order of like, Least favorite to most favorite? Like, are we building up to a big reveal or just in any, any no. order? Okay, great. No, this is going to be any order for sure. I want so badly to have played at least one game. No, Let's go. It's not going to happen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's What's no way. Number five. What's number five on your list? Like, I guess, yeah, I love how I said it's not in order in any particular right. order. And I'm already, and I'm already thinking of like, I don't want to say like my, yeah. my least favorite. First. I'm just going to say it. Uh, okay. First one that comes to my head is Final Fantasy XI. So the entire Final Fantasy franchise started with Square Enix, the company. I hope I'm getting this right. I believe I'm getting this right because my brother told me this story. They were a gaming company back in the day and they were failing. They were not doing you know well at all. They were on their last ditch effort and they had one game idea left and they called it Final Fantasy because it was like their final game as well. Uh, and it took off completely. It blew up. Fast forward many years later, they're on their uh, 11th game, Final Fantasy XI, which is an MMO which means it's a massive multi-online game, right? So unlike all of the other games where, which are single player, this one you can play with uh, technically millions of people across the world, in any part of the world. And my brother and I got into it when I was very little, how old I am now. Wait, uh, how old like, are you? How old are you? I'm 20. I, I just turned 29. So okay. I'm 29 years old. Okay. Okay. You're not, you're not, Come on now. You're not a child. You're an adult. Okay. 29. I'm an adult. So when did you start playing this game? How old were you? I was 13. Okay. And my uh, is when I like my very first 
time trying to play it. And my brother Chris tell, is like telling my mom, you can't let him play this game. These are the games where people lose their lives in these games because they're like, like mom, like, like don't get him this game. And then she got me the game. Well, uh, and I don't know why. Actually, Chris picked it. So Chris told her not to get it. Is he and then, older? Like, ends- yeah, he's two years older than me. Uh, and he's the, the middle child. And then he always thinks they know better. Right. And then he gets it and ends up falling in love with the game more than I did. So that's actually how it happened. Uh, like how it's how it all started. He starts playing the game and me, I stopped playing it. And then me and my oldest brother, John, are playing Halo, like making fun of him because he's playing the game by himself. But then I ended up starting playing it. And so well, I was like, what, 13, 14, 15 is when I started playing it like fully. And then I played it for 10 years of my life. Like 10 wow. years, like a whole decade of this game. So wait, like, describe have, it for me. I have never seen it. I don't know what it is at all. Like describe this world. Okay, so it is, it's a magical world. Obviously none of it's real, uh, fan, super fantasy where you can pick uh, whatever race you want. There's like a, an elven, so like a much, an elf, right? A much right. tall, tall character. There's a Galka, which is like this big, like bear type. It's a, it's a human. It looks like a human, I guess. Like a big, but like a, you know, think of like a very girthy human. Okay. Uh, a little tartar, you could pick like a tartaru and they're like little midgets, like not even midgets. They're like super tiny, like cute freaking creatures. Uh, you can pick a human, which is just regular. And then like Mithra, which is like a cat type character. And, and what's it, your go-to? What's your go-to character? I was, I was a Tarotaru. Okay. So I was just this, I was just this tiny little guy walking around. And each one has like their special special, you know, attributes, which are stronger than others. So like Taros are really good, like mages, so they have a lot of magic. Mm-hmm. Honestly, very similar, really, like if you like looking at it. And there's jobs. You can be a warrior who are like tanks, and then there was like uh white mages which heal, and then black mages, which like they they cast ma- like dark magic, and 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 now there's like, you know every job you can imagine in the Final Fantasy universe is now like in the game uh, since it's come since it's like, you know, eventually you just have to keep adding content. And, uh, and do they, do, are you teaming up with other people and sort of like going on a mission? Yes. Okay. So this, so unlike a lot of other MMOs, which like a lot of them are like solo based where you can kind of run around and do your own stuff and level up by yourself and quest by yourself. And obviously there are some stuff that's harder that requires more people, but like Final Fantasy 11 was very much like, if you wanted to solo in this game, it would take you forever. There were some missions that you could not do alone, like at, at all, no matter what. So like me and my brother, my brother, we were just, we would always be searching all night for parties and like quest parties and like finding these, this, this specific group of people that you need in order to do it. Like you can't just go in with six white mages and like do this quest because there's no damage, right? No, you're just gonna get slaughtered. So you would have to wait sometimes for like a, a warrior to seek and then a black mage to be available who needs that quest as well. Like it was very, like we learned a lot of social skills. We learned a lot of like patience in that game because you're sitting there sometimes for an hour, just like waiting for like the one job that you need for a guy to come online or a girl to come online and, and, and like, you know, put up their flag, like they need an invite. And yeah, so I, I spent in on my main account and I had many accounts. On my main account, I had over 380 in-game days logged onto it. So that's wild. Well, yeah. okay. So, now, I honestly, my my kids play video games. This is not. We're not going to steer this in a negative direction. But I do have to ask because I just read a book that talked about video games and addiction, mm-hmm. and I never mm-hmm. knew this was a thing. But is it World of Warcraft? Is that the one yes. that's like people get sucked into? And it's I the read same this, concept. Yeah, that it's like, like because like you're going genre. on missions and because it's global. So at two o'clock right. in the morning, there's still people playing. You 100%. can go do a mission. Is World Correct. of Warcraft on your list? 
Well, I like World of Warcraft. It is not on my list. It's okay, a game that okay. I, never got, I, never, I never got into. Okay, I, got I, I think I'm kind of... I don't want to say I'm lucky because I got into FF11 just as much as I would have gotten into that game. So it's not like I would have been more sucked into that game. But yeah, I mean, one of the, one of the disclaimers when you, when you queue up or uh, when you start Final Fantasy XI at the, end, at the very bottom, it's like, warning, like, please enjoy, like, please enjoy the world of Vanadil because it was called Vanadil. But please do not forget your family, your friends, your job, right. your work. And like, it's wild. From your I mean, perspective, like, why does that happen? Why do people sort of... I mean, so MMOs in particular, you, it's it's an entire another world, right? I mean, you're with of of people that you're sharing it with. It's not even like Fortnite. It's not even like, you know, Halo or any of those types of games. Like you create this person, you create this character, and then now you like, you know what I mean? And you're now playing as this character in game. You're not just you're not just a Spartan in Halo running around killing people every in every other death match, and now you're playing Capture the Flag. Like that's completely irrelevant, right? You're creating another life essentially, and some people can't distinguish between. You know, eventually, like they, they might fall in love with it so much. They have so right. much fun, and then, and then they have so much fun with the people in it too. It's re- it's not like they're just playing the game, yeah. And it's just the game. It really is that they're like maybe they. I feel like those people who do lose their like sense of of like the world, and, and they do forget their friends and their family. They might not have good friends, and they might not have a good family. You right. know what I mean? Like it's one That's of those. Real. It's one of those things. Yeah, it's like escapism. It, it is one hundred percent. Same thing with their job. Maybe they hate their job. Maybe they they maybe they hate their job. They hate their family. They hate their friends. And they do 100% like take on this life in that game. I, don't, I haven't really heard of a lot of people who will have a good life, have a good job, have a good, and then like, you know. Mm, and then, that's interesting. And, and also abandon that. Yeah. I'm sure that there are instances where it happens. Yeah. But just like, just like everything, you know, you can yeah. get addicted and fall I just, I thought it was fascinating because I never knew that that was something that happened. I was, I was just reading about addiction in a bunch of different ways because I'm a nerd and I'll read about anything. And it was talking about people who go to, like they go to like centers to sort of detox mm-hmm. so they don't have access to the video game, which is just wild. Sorry, I took this in a dark yeah. turn, but no, I that's just okay. wanted I mean, to ask. You know, have, you have, people have to have, uh, what's the, I mean, self-control, right? I mean, right. I, 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 I talked to this, uh, you know, with my wife, Jess, all the time. We go on vacations or we go out. What happened? We were in um we we were we did this like commercial that we were filming. I think it was my Super Bowl one hundred commercial that I filmed in in California and we we rented this house in Malibu and there was like it was inter- there was like Wi-Fi, but that was it. No gaming. Like my phone died and I just didn't care. Like like it was one of those like it was like a full it wasn't even and it wasn't a detox, mm-hmm. but I wasn't like trying to play video games, I wasn't trying to get on my phone, I wasn't trying to like play Fortnite or hop on or any of those games. Like we it was just we just woke up cracked open a claw, made breakfast, laid outside, <laughs> laid outside, heard like listen to the waves. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. And we just did nothing for like three days straight. And, awesome. and without trying, right? Yeah. And that is something that is important, you know, to be able to unplug without feeling that. And it's always yeah. good, right? Like I always ask yourself, like when uh, I've said this all the time, you know, I have these conversations in my chat. A lot of people will sometimes be like, you know, are you addicted to video games? Are you addicted to, to Red Bull? And I'm just like, well, no, but also like, how do you know when you are <laughs> like, well, like what's that moment where like, I, I like to have beer. Like I like, I love beer. Like a good craft beer is something that I really enjoy. My, my brothers got me into it. And like, you know, people joke all the time and it's really annoying because it's something serious and you shouldn't joke about it, but they'll be like, Oh my God, you're an alcoholic. Dude, you're always drinking. And I'm just like, well, I don't need beer. Right. And like, I go, I go days and weeks without alcohol at all. But at what point, like, what is that, like, threshold, that moment right. where you're like, okay, I am an out, like, I, I do rely yeah. on this, or I am, yeah. I can't just have this anymore. I don't know. I wouldn't know. I, right. I hope I never know. 
Right. But I do think it is a need thing. I think it's when you feel like you need this to cope or you need this to get through that moment. Yeah. I have 10 million questions and I don't want to keep you from your list, but I'm going to interrupt you again because I'm fascinated by this. So I'm a writer and for the longest time I had my business It's my job. I run a media company and I wrote, and that was my nerdy passion project. Nobody cared about my books and I loved it. I just was super happy creating my thing. And then the books exploded and that then became what I was known for. And that is a massive blessing. And there's also something that's kind of sad when the thing that you love has money attached to it. And I'm curious if you feel like that with video games, because I'm going to assume you're playing since you're 13 years old. You love this world. You love this. And now it has become your job. And it's not just become. If people are listening to this or watching this and they don't understand the level that you are at, it's not just like a little thing. Like I imagine you go to Malibu for three days, you're hanging out with your wife. There are people who freak out. I'm going to assume because you weren't online, because they couldn't access, there was nothing new, what's happening. So does it ever feel, do you ever sort of, this sounds very dramatic, but kind of like mourn oh. when this wasn't a job, when it was just this thing that you love doing? Uh, not really, because I can, like, I, I think I've, I've gotten better at being okay with taking time off and it's taken me 10 years to to get there and and it's still sometimes i'm not right i'm like babe i haven't been on in like four days like i need to stream um and i have those moments but also it's like it's just it's it's nice to finally be at the spot where it's like i can play off stream and and enjoy myself and not be stressed that i'm not streaming because i almost think because i'm at that level now or i've been at that level now where people loved me they wanted to watch me all day every day and quite frankly, now I feel like vocally there are more people who are like haters and say mean things all the time. So it's almost even just more refreshing not to stream right. because like well, even when I'm streaming on Twitch, like right now, I, I hadn't streamed on Twitch post Fortnite crazy, massive mainstream blow up ninja. Right. Because I went, I went over to Mixer like right as that was happening, right at like the peak of that moment, right, where I, I was still averaging like a crap load of viewers. I went over to Mixer and then so like. I, I come back and I'm thinking like, okay, I wonder what this is going to be like. I wonder what chat's going to be like, like my chat. And it's, and it's not like anyone else's. I mean, I have people who are coming in like literally my entire, like in non-subscriber mode, which means that anyone can talk. Uh, people are just saying like the most rude things on the planet. Like it's insane. So they're, like, it's okay. So straight. I've never seen it before. So it's, they're typing in mean things. Oh, 100%. Y- and yeah, yeah. you are so they, playing a video game. This is my cool mm-hmm. playing yeah. video game maneuver. And yeah. you're reading comments simultaneously. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, it's very mentally stressful and like drain, like draining. A lot of people don't understand. My wife didn't understand back in the day when we were dating. I would stream for eight hours and then get off, and she's like, "All right, let's go do something." And I'm just like, "You're like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm cashed wow. out." And she's like, "How? You, you were just sitting down playing video games for eight hours." I was like, "Baby, like just." And she she did it one day. Uh, she did one day. She did a scary game stream, and she had like twenty viewers, and she was just like, she did like two hours, and she was like cashed. So you were playing a game for lit. Sorry, I'm. I don't yeah. know if I'm just You're playing for oh, okay. eight hours of eight hours of video, the same yeah. video game. Usually the same video game, okay. but like and lately, people are it's different. Watching you play that vi- same. There are people who watch for eight hours. Not always. Uh, okay. A lot of the, like uh, that's another thing. A lot of people don't understand. Like people will be like, "Oh my god, dude, you, you're watching this guy for eight hours the entire time he's live," and it's like, no. That's the, you know, you're getting like, you'll get literally, depending on how big you are and how, you know, the like thousands of people coming and leaving every minute, right? It's so 
it's wow. crazy. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. I mean, people are coming in, they're out. They're coming in, they're out. They're clicking off. They're watching another stream. They have to go. They come back. Like, you know, it's so you have concurrent viewers, you have new viewers, like unique viewers. Like all these are statistics that you can look up and you can see how many people, individual people tune into your stream, how many um, stayed and watched for, for certain periods of time, hours watched, minutes watched. Like there's, it's really cool. And are you consuming that the chat because there are fans in there and you want to show up for them? Absolutely, that way you yeah. consume I mean, it. For, for, okay, so this is like this is where it becomes very. You can you can stream how you want to stream. There's some people mm-hmm. like that have gotten to a level where they don't reach out anymore, and it's mainly because the chat's just toxic. But also like Taylor because Swift. I mean, correct. I mean, if she streamed, like I'm not gonna lie to you. That's another thing. Like people have access, like streamers are now almost starting to get to the level. Like certain streamers are starting to get to the levels of like celebrity status, like celebrity, mm-hmm. celebrity, like the rock, like that. And you have to think about it when you're that big, like you're Ryan Reynolds, you're the rock, you're, you're freaking, you know, Drake, you do not interact with your fans or no. like the, the community as nearly, not even a fraction as much as streamers do that. Cause it's our job every day to literally wow. essentially be there with them. So we have to, we see the amount of people that are just spewing shit trying to like affect us. And it's like all they like they, for them, it's like Twitter and Instagram. Right. For them, it's like, don't, don't check your mentions. Don't read your Instagram comments and you're set. But for us, it's like, what are you going to do? Stop reading your chat. Like that's one of your things, right? Stop reading donations. Wow. Like, people will donate $5 and, and then be like, you're a fucking loser. And I'll <laughs> read it and I, and I won't read it out loud, but I'll like see it. And I'm just like, uh, yes. like thank you. Like, for, yeah. Uh, Real talk, does it affect you? Sometimes. It depends yeah. on how my day is. If I'm having exactly. a good day, like it's whatever. If I'm having right. an okay day, it's right. whatever. But if, like, if I had a shit morning and, uh, you, know, you know, I stepped in poop because, you know, right. one of our dogs just couldn't make it to the outside. And now I'm just like, oh, my God, it's annoying. All right, whatever. I got to start streaming. I start my stream. First thing I, first thing I see is, fuck you. Sorry yeah. for language. No, you're um, fine. You're fine. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, like, yeah. you'll just be in this, in this right. you know, really downward spiral. For, right. Uh, do you ever, because I'm thinking about myself and uh, my, my joke for women who have any kind of platform is always like, if you're anywhere near your hormones, you have a wife, so you understand this. If you're hormonal at all, don't read comments. Don't go in DMs. Don't see what anyone's saying. I know you're not experiencing the same thing, but I wonder like if you ever sort of like psych yourself up for, okay, I'm going to go in on a stream. There's going to be some assholes there. They're going to talk some shit. They're not who I'm here for. That's not my intention in this time. I am here for those people, for, you know, the 13-year-old kid who, like, is so excited to be watching me right now. I probably should do that more often. Yeah. I never do that. Yeah. Like, I'm like, all right, it's time to stream. Like, I'm going to stream because, I'm you know, it's what I do. I love doing it. I love playing video games. And then I just do it, right? right. That's actually a good idea, though. I probably should right. mentally put myself in that mindset. Like, there's going to be people who are just trying to get my... And here's, the, here's, like, the number one thing, too, is, like, so many people will talk shit. And then if you read their username or their message... Their next message is like, oh my God, I'm a big fan. He right. read my message. It's right. like, right. It's they just uh, wanted the attention. They just yeah. wanted you to notice. It's like a little kid. I don't, y'all, do y'all Usually. have kids? Do y'all have kids? No. No, I mean like a toddler, toddler. Like a, a toddler wants your attention and oh. will do whatever. They'll break a glass or give you a hug. They don't care how they get your attention so long as they get your attention. I feel like it's like that with your chat. That is wild. And I don't even know you, but just as someone who does this for a living, you've got to protect your like emotional boundaries before you step into that space, man. Because yeah, that's going to take a toll. Like, I, I, And I'm speaking from personal experience. It doesn't matter how much money you're making. 
if you got to go into a space all the time where people are like, because I don't know if you have this, but I feel like with me, somehow trolls find a way to say like the exact thing that like makes it through your armor, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're yeah, just absolutely. like, ah, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. And then one thing you're like, oh my God. Look I, am a, you. I am. I am. I am. You're right. I'm terrible at that. Anyway, uh, yeah. I've gotten way off topic. We have. No, we still have so to get that. We, so I could fascinated. talk about this forever. Honestly, I'm so fascinated by it. Le- okay, so we okay. said number five on your list was yep. fantasy, Final, Final Fantasy Eleven. Yep. Okay, what's number All right. four? All right, Legend of Legaia. So this okay. game is a PlayStation One game. Very old. And it was one, probably my first RPG that I remember, which is an, a role-playing game, is what RPG stands for. And, I mean, one of the greatest games ever. Like, underrated, doesn't get talked about enough. It's obviously old, so it'll never, you know, it's not like it's going to come back. Uh, even though there are a lot of games, people, a lot of companies are doing, like, remakes and remasters. But, like, this company, it, like, no longer exists. Like, the person who owns it, like, the company's, company that owns it, it's, like, now split. So it's it's almost like it's too political to even, like, find out who owns it, who to, like, figure out who can actually remake it. Very, very upsetting. But the premise of this game is there are three heroes. They don't know their heroes yet, obviously, and they have to go. And there's this mist that is spread all over the world. And if you're in the mist, like, there are monsters there. The monsters can, like, attach to you and, like, consume you. And then if you become a monster, it's very, like, it's dark. It's probably one of the darkest... Very, like one of the darkest RPGs for the time that I was playing. I probably shouldn't have been playing it realistically because it actually was pretty intense. But yeah, so there and there are these Genesis trees that were all around the the globe and the world, and you had to go travel. And you had a Rasaru, which is like the, the heroes had Rasarus, which were good, and they could and they weren't affected by the mist. And then they could revive the Genesis trees. When the tree would revive, it would like you know dissipate the mist and then towns would come back and people would no longer be possessed by these things and it was super cool the fighting style was super unique you had to like put like imagine like up down left right like you could do whatever combination you want so like up up down up down left right whatever and like you could learn to move so for example somersault was up down up so if you did up down up on your bar i have everything i have everything down i tempest break was like right right left up 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 and then there was like a super move which was like i I don't remember the hyper arts the hyper arts were like once you leveled up to like the max level your spirit bar would be all across so you could get like a full nine combo and that one was like up up left down right up down left like just something crazy and then your guy would do this insane combo yeah so do you have a photographic memory like why do you know that still I remember video. I just video games are. I just remember all that stuff is crazy. Wow, that is awesome. So, will you tell me real quick because I want to make sure I understand this? And forgive me again. I'm gonna ask a dumb question, but there's okay. a difference between a console game and a PC game. Is that right? Correct. And mm-hmm. then how you play? It, like, is it like this versus mm-hmm. like a keyboard? I don't yeah, know why yeah, I so keep doing like hand motions. For no, you. you're 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 honestly you're right on point. So this is okay. a, an Xbox controller. So this okay. would be considered like any any console game. So you play Halo on this, uh, you know, Fable, but also Fable is now not not like now almost every game is 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 starting to be like on PC as well. So okay. you can play on mouse and keyboard and on a on a controller. I you know I, I don't really care what you play on. You're a gamer no matter what. But a lot of either I, I can get into it to like the nth degree. But, uh, you know, there's this whole, like, PC master race, right? Like, PC is the master race of gaming. Well, you know, like, it's way... And it is because... because because, it's harder? No, kind of. Some people think that playing on a mouse and keyboard is harder than than on a controller. That's, you know, debatable. I think, I personally think that they're... It's, you know, a little bit more difficult to aim. It requires a lot more precision. 
with a mouse, but it doesn't really matter. Um, and this is like what a mouse and keyboard looks like. I mean, so there's another oh, mouse I right know there. what it is keyboard. because Sawyer, age 12, saved up for like two years to buy all of his stuff. Got that rainbow keyboard thing, the special chicken. Yeah, it situation. looks so cool. It does look very cool. And like, if he takes care of it, it, it'll last a very long time. If you know, he can take out the keys and clean the whole thing out. If it if it has any problems, and like wash it and stuff like that, if he needs to. So, so you are? Do you pl you play both? You play console and keyboard? Okay, mm -hmm. great. Yeah, I started on yeah. I started on the Thank Xbox. You. Well, I started on the PlayStation, and then I went to like you know the Sega Genesis, which is before PlayStation. Sega Genesis, PlayStation, then Dreamcast, then Nintendo, and then I played the GameCube. I mean, my my parents luckily. You know, we had pretty much everything. And if I didn't have a console, my, my neighbors did. I would just go over to their house and play. Yeah. And so is do you choose the machinery based on the game? Like if it's first person, is it better to be on this versus that? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, so, for example, right now, like like Fortnite. Fortnite right now, you can play on the Xbox, the PlayStation, the Nintendo, Switch, or like the PC. Or on, you know, and so the only difference is, is on the PC, you can play it at the highest level, which means like the frame rate. And the graphics are going to be like absolutely perfect and flawless. Whereas if you play on the Xbox, the PlayStation, you're capped in a lot of those. Like you're capped graphically, you're capped like in, on the frames. So it, it, it doesn't look as good and it doesn't wow. play as smooth. This yeah. is fascinating. So in Final Fantasy XI back in the day, there like it was, it didn't, it wasn't the greatest looking game in terms of graphics. And one of the biggest issues was at the end of every single one of their patch notes, it would always be like, PlayStation, like PS2 limitations, PS2 limitations. So, so like so-and-so for this, 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 PS2 limitations. So like the graphics could never be like upgraded to like how they wanted because when they would push the game out on PlayStation and on on like, you know, the PC, it, you know, the PC or the, sorry, the PlayStation couldn't like, limited. So they had to like cap it always. Man, I, I genuinely, this is why I wanted to do this podcast. I genuinely am fascinated by worlds that I know nothing about. And you are just like guiding me through a world I know nothing about. And I'm nerding out so hard. What's number three? I'm about to go with the OG. I'm going to say Halo 1. I'll put Halo 1 in there. So Halo Combat Evolved. That was the game that got me in. It was like my, my first FPS got me into like competitive gaming. Got me into pr I mean, pretty much exactly where I am today. Absolutely love the game. So and that is first-person shooter. I know one mm -hmm. thing. First person. And yep. that is, um, you like see the gun, but you don't mm -hmm. see the character. You are the character. Yeah, you might okay. see at most like like their hand or like okay. their arm. Okay. Like 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 extending, but that's it. Okay. And Halo is about what? Uh, so this is how I got to play Halo when I was thirteen. I, I convinced my mom that I was saving the Earth from aliens. Oh, it's aliens. So, so technically, if you're looking at not any of the PvP aspect, right, which is playing against other other players, truly, yeah, you're playing against your, you know, your master chief. You're one of the the only chief, the only Spartan at the time, and you have to defeat the Covenant, who which are aliens from taking over the ring, which is a weapon. It's literally just it's called Halo, and if you control it, it literally can like destroy worlds, right? It can like power up and then like they can just take over whatever they want and kill whatever they want. And so I had you no had to, like, idea. Yeah, and the ring, this is the coolest part, is like the ring of Halo, like you could actually land on it. Like it was it was like a planet, if you will. It was super cool, right? So imagine like that's how big this thing is. It's just and like it was, you know, obviously you got to like the center of it and you could you know access it. So you're going with the very first iteration of this game. Just because yeah, like yeah. nostalgia for you. Yeah, what it started, okay. you know, it was my first FPS. Loved it. Okay. So 
your fourth choice? I'm going to have to go with... I'm going to have to go with Final Fantasy VII now. And then... Uh, <laughs> oh, absolutely. I a lot like of Final Fantasy Okay, same, same world, new version. Correct. So Final Fantasy VII was an RPG, so not, you know, not an MMO, not online. And, you know, your Cloud Strife is the, you know, he's the main care, the, the protagonist, right? And he is trying to save the planet uh, from Shinra, who is, well, and Sephiroth, who is the antagonist, the, the antagonist. They're trying to basically, like, suck. They're sucking the life source of the planet, using it as power. I mean, it is very, like, realistic to what we are doing now. It's this thing called Mako or Mako energy, and they're using it to power stuff, and they're sucking it out of the planet. The planet's dying, so Cloud and his crew they go and they try to take out Shinra and stop them from you know sucking out all the life uh, life source of the planet. And uh, in a nutshell, in this scenario, are you still the little creature? No, no, no. In this scenario, so we actually like named our new puppy new, after this guy. It's like a whole, whole new universe. Thing. Oh, what? so very so final. So same like every Final Fantasy, like it's the same universe, right? Okay. But picture like, but completely different storylines, different okay. characters, almost no overlapping. Besides, like you know, uh, a character here, like a, like a like a never a main character, but a character here and there will will always make appearances in certain games. But they'll never be like you know, they won't be like, hey man, like good job saving the world from you know, like that's never it's always completely different uh yeah and it's just love it love it incredible game i could go into it forever did we go through for okay so what's number five what's this feels like a big deal mm-hmm. hard mm-hmm. to choose i mean you didn't I, say mario I, kart once so absolutely uh, it's, no i love mario kart i mean i'll destroy anyone at it but it's not like my favorite game of all time right I'm thinking of games that I could just play over and over and over again. And I'd probably have to say Final Fantasy X now. Like, I, lo- oh I literally do love... That's a whole other one. I-, I love... I honestly... This makes me so happy that there is the... the I didn't even know this existed. My kids are going to be like, Mom, you're the worst. But I thought this was funnier if I didn't research at all and only came in with the information I had. So even though they have different numbers, mm-hmm. it's a to- it's basically a different game. You never need to play one. Like, you don't right. need to play one to play two, to play three, to play four. Like, you right. can go in to do whatever you want. So I'm a big book nerd. And I think of this, like, for me, I would think of this as reading a series of books, but each individual book is about a different character so that you can read them out of sequence. And it's still, the world is still there for you. I, I'm yeah. picking up what sure. you're laying down. How do you feel when they make movies about video games that you care about? Um, I, I don't really think they've made one that I've actually cared about. Right oh, okay. Now. Like, like, it, like they haven't made a Final Fantasy. Actually, there was like this one weird Final Fantasy one, but it was, it, it had nothing to do with like actual Final Fantasy. It was okay. called Final Fantasy. It was weird. But I, I haven't really had any issues with that. I haven't run into that. Ready Player One is one of the only ones, it's like one of the only like legitimate, you know, video games and uh, Wreck-It Ralph with a lot of video game references. I love that. Justin, my right. wife, I, oh my God, we love that freaking movie series. The first one, the second one, both incredible and ready player one was fantastic i thought they did a great job i never read the book don't care movie was amazing ready for the next one i think because they're working on the next one how do you feel uh, do you know or have you ever played the witcher yes i've played it i've dabbled in it and god the netflix series is incredible that's that's the only reference i have for this i didn't know anything about this world and inside of quarantine i started watching that series and love it and i'm like i'm not gonna play this game but I really like this world. So when you started talking about Final Fantasy, I'm like, that kind of sounds like there's different creatures and we're trying to save the world. And that's awesome. If they came out, oh my, I would die. I would die if they came out with 
like a, a series or a TV show about Final Fantasy, I'd lose my mind. But I mean, yeah. they probably they probably not anytime soon. Like, I don't think. How did you fall into this world? Are you tired of telling the story, or will you tell me the story? I'll tell you the story. What was the first one I played? I think we, I think we just bought it. Like my, we saw like a commercial or an ad for it. Something we bought it for the PlayStation, and that was it. Like we loved it, we fell in love with it, me and my brothers. And you know, we heard you know Final Fantasy Eight came out, we played that one. Final Fantasy Nine came out, we bought that one. Ten came out, bought that one. Eleven came out after ten, and then Ten Two came out, which is like that. That one was like Final Fantasy Ten Two was like a follow up of Ten, and I could go into that. I could die. Like people didn't like it. It was an all girl one, and they were all like, it was all like the bad girls. Like they were, but like the storyline, like the love. It was it was a whole love story one essentially, which is like the first time they've ever done that. And because in the first Final Fantasy X, Cloud is a dream. He's not real, the main character, but he falls in love with Yuna, and Yuna falls in love with him. And then at the end, like long story short, at the end of it, he has to like like the summons the, the summoners. They have to like wake up, and when they wake up, like when you save the world, and they wake up, like the dreams go away, the things that they've dreamed go away. So Cloud goes away. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, Titus goes away and Yuna is like, oh my God, like, where are you? So the entire 10 2 is her trying to find him. Like she's trying to like find In a way to bring him back. In video game form. 100%. So you have to beat the game 100%. If you beat it 100%, like it literally, it's one of the only Final Fantasy games that actually has a percentage of your completion. Like if you're doing everything right, you have to find all of like the little hidden eggs and do everything that you possibly can to get it to 100%. If you do, you can bring it back at the end with like a hidden ending. And it's like the most... Like I was like bawling. When I was just when gonna I, ask, oh have you ever cried because of a video game? Absolutely. That makes especially me so, this one. I mean, oh my god, so, I'm so, like, so happy. This makes me so happy that 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 like that there is emotion wrapped into this thing, and that you work so hard because the only reference I have, and it's nothing compared to you, but I'm thinking of when I was little, which the only thing I was playing back then was like Mario Brothers, and sort of working. But when you beat the game. You were a hero. You it was yeah. like the greatest moment, and you would work so hard to get to the place where you could beat the game. I can't even imagine something like this where there's characters and they love each other, and like you're trying to find her lost ghost love. Like yeah. that yep. is enough to make it's, you want to play. It is. It's insane. And like the first time I beat it, I had no idea. Like I, I think I I had the guidebook, but I didn't like read the guidebook because like you don't read the guidebooks. It's like kind of cheating. And once I, I'm half, I think I was halfway done with the game. I had like 15 hours, 10 hours of gameplay in the game. And I then I then I like skipped to the end to read like the super secret something like a, a tip and I was like oh my god I need to beat a hundred percent to get like to get the secret ending and then I already and then I looked up I was like oh my god I already missed like five percent already from like shit I just skipped because I didn't think I yeah. needed to do it so I literally started all over I was like screw this yeah oh which is god. also the worst when you forget to save like you don't do this anymore because it auto saves thank God amazing feature big up. but back in the day Game right big ups freaking thank you there's so many times where i'd be like one or two hours three hours into a game i wouldn't save and then i would die to a boss or i would die or like the power would go out and you feel defeated right right like i would literally just be like what do i do i just wasted literally wasted three hours of my life and i have to do it all over again like you know what's coming you know the text is coming there's no surprises how in the world did you I, I don't know if you sort of fell into it or there was intention behind it. How in the world did you know that this could be a job? It was uh like how did you yeah, go like I'm gonna go play video games and just like put it on YouTube and see what happens? Yeah. So it wasn't even it was just like I just did it, right? Like I was playing, I was I was always going to school where I played soccer like competitively and and was still doing all of those things was always a priority. 
and I just played video games as much as I could in the meantime. And then once I started, and then like, think, like you just kind of, it's kind of like, I mean, you could say like, I'm an entrepreneur, right? In, in a sense, or like you, pretty much everyone is, who I guess who has started like a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel that's being successful or that is, you know, you have success from that is at the time it wasn't there, but you saw something, right? So like, I knew that YouTube was a thing and I knew that like, if you wanted to just become a YouTuber, right, you would upload YouTube videos and then they, you, you would make good content. People would watch it. And I, I did that while I was doing other stuff because I was passionate about it, right? And then eventually those things just started to pop up, right? Like I started to stream because someone was just like, hey, I want you to start streaming for, for my, my Twitch, not my Twitch, my like uh, streaming platform that I'm going to do. And I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm just going to stream anyways because the guy, he just brought it up. I was like, all right, I'll do it. And how long it. ago, how long ago was this? Is this like a decade and ago? Is, this is a decade ago. Okay. Yeah. And I was, so yeah, I was just, I was like, okay, well now all I have to do is stream. And like, I already play 10 hours a day minimum. Like I might as well just stream it. And then all of a sudden, like now there are ads. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Ad revenue because people watch your stuff and you play commercials, you make money. And then the partnership program comes out with Justin TV. And then, and like, it was literally just like, it was there. I took advantage of it. And you know, here we are 10 years later. Wow. Where do you live? My wife and I live in Illinois. It is yeah. actually beautiful weather here this week. Unfortunately, it was not a week ago. It was freezing. Yeah. I live in Texas, so I get the same the same weather weather patterns in that it's 100 degrees or 40. There really is no in yeah. between. And, and now as you, you've built sort of this empire, this insane, like you've built this thing. As you look forward to the next 10 years, do you have a thought behind, okay, now this is what I want to build from here? Or are we just like, are you more like a, I'm in this present moment, going to just sort of be here and see what happens? Uh, a little bit of both. The wife is very, very, I mean, her and, uh, her and my mom both were on the same page like five years ago. If you aren't making more than X amount, like we want you to consider going back to school, which is exactly what happened at one point. That hit like a huge low point. And that's all. That's a whole other story for a different time. And I went back to school immediately. I was like, "All right, yeah, you're right." Started taking college classes again. And while I while I was still streaming, and and but you know, so she is like, you know, we need to have a plan. And the plan right now is keep streaming, keep gaming. I'm never gonna stop streaming. I don't think like full time. And I don't think I'm ever gonna stop gaming ever. Like I'm gonna be that eight year old grandpa kicking ass. Feels right. Feels right. Facts. Like, I'm going to destroy... It's going to be insane. Like, people are going to be like, how is he still doing it? You know, it's 60 years later. They're like, give it up, old man. No. <laughs> but we're looking at, and I'm excited about, you know, any voice voice acting opportunities or being a part of, you know, any animation studio series, cartoons, things like that, continuing on with, like, the Ninja brand. I know that a lot of kids obviously love, you know, they love me, they love Fortnite, they love just the, the, the whole, like, Ninja icon, right? And, like, what it looks like, what it stands for. So just continuing to do things like that. And like, I, I love that stuff, right? I love mm-hmm. cartoons. So it, and I love, you know, doing voices and, and, and making people laugh and entertaining. So what I've always done when, ever since I was little, I could quote a movie, any line, like right after it, my parents would always laugh, my family would laugh. It's just something I love doing. So just continuing to do things like that and, and evolving with, uh, you know, pop culture and, and stuff like that. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I honestly, I could like nerd out and talk to you forever. And I really appreciate that you took the time to answer a bunch of dorky questions that I, I, love I probably should be more prepared than to ask you, but I super appreciate the glimpse into the things that you're interested in and passionate about. I will take this list back to my sons and see if it makes me cooler for knowing what they are. Um, <laughs> okay. And I'm glad I'm not the only person who watched the Witcher series because oh, yeah. I, mean, I literally have not met season. anybody else you watch the entire first season? Yes, it's incredible. Did you cry 
at the end of the last episode when they finally yes. found each other because I cried yes. like a baby when she like sees there him in the forest. So- I was like, no. <laughs> Finally. I mean, like the fact that they're looking for each other that entire time. Oh, right. Also, like I have to I have to rewatch it because my brother Chris told me going into it. He's like, listen, timeline is weird. Yeah, I didn't know that is, at but, first. But, but and it super exactly. Me out. And it, it tripped me out. I literally text him at one point. I was like, dude, I've already seen this episode. Right. What is happening? Right. And he's like, he's like, bro, I told you, man, like be like, just keep like be conscious of the timeline. I'm just like, OK, so I got to go back and watch it again. Yeah. But what? Uh, I recommend that for anyone. You yeah. don't even have to. You don't even have to play The Witcher to know what's going on. It's just an incredibly active yeah. show. Not that I'm following along, but they are filming season two right now, even inside of yes. COVID, and I'm not, here for it, and I them. cannot wait. Also, The Mandalorian. I don't know if you watched The Mandalorian. The you kids have, to. have. I haven't seen it yet. Is that something to. I should add? Okay. You have, it is. It, you don't. You don't. You don't need to know any Star Wars lore. You really okay. don't. Just it is so good. Okay. It's it's own thing. It's it's incredible. You'll love it. And, okay. and season two is now rolling out right now. Episode one is already out. And I think two is coming out in the next couple of days. Okay. I'm going to add that to the list. I appreciate the time, man. For people who are living under a rock, because you have more followers online than I even know is possible. Where, <laughs> I was going to say, where's your favorite place to hang out? Is it YouTube? Are you on Instagram? Like, where can people go follow you? Everything. So just at Ninja on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and uh, twitch.tv slash Ninja streaming there pretty much every day or every other day. Well, I hope that someday when we're not inside of COVID, we get to meet in real life. I hope that you start prepping yourself emotionally for the boundaries before you start streaming. I'm not your mom, but that feels important for you. Um, And man, have a good good week. And I hope I get to talk to you again someday. Awesome. Thank you, Rachel. Your Faves Faves is hosted by me, Rachel Hollis. The show is produced by Chelsea Harfouche and edited by Andrew Weller with production support from Sterling Coates. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Your Faves Faves is a 3% chance production. Faves.